Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Jaeger Live. Today, I want to talk about the business trip that I just got back from and uh, some things that I've learned. So let's get into it. So to start this episode off, I wanted to talk about my business trip to Ohio. Last week I had mentioned that I was going out of town. So this past week I did, and it was pretty awesome. Everything was great. The people were great. The content was great. Um, just being able to be in that room with people to share ideas and share the trials and the tribulations of business and entrepreneurship and growing as individuals and as a group was cer certainly something that not only that I needed at the time, but something that I think I could go back for again and again. What I really liked about this particular meetup was that it wasn't about you know, the glitz and glamour of things. It wasn't about getting you all rah rah and, and motivated to do something. It was more about the meat and potatoes of entrepreneurship and being a business owner and working to better yourself. And I think that is where the big change is. With a lot of these other ones, you know, you get all, you get hyped up and you get inspired and you want to do crazy shit. And then by the time you get home in a couple of days, all that, all that uh, motivation and other stuff just wears off and you go right back to what you were doing. And in this particular instance, it wasn't just the motivation. There was inspiration. There was actionable steps that you could take. And for me, that is way more beneficial than just the other stuff, you know, that instant high of the environment and everybody's jumping around and the music's blaring. There's so much more value that comes along with being this small, intimate group. For us, it was only 20-something people um, with four or five mentors, you know, each very great business people in their rights and in their spaces and just being able to hear what they had to say, understanding their thought processes, understanding the way they perceive things was so much more than being able to go and sit in a room full of a thousand people. When we got together, it's, it's crazy because I'm in this group with these people and I'm a part of this mentorship and I'm a part of this, uh, insider group and we we talk a lot we post a lot we have you know dialogue we have zoom calls we have these opportunities to really connect with each other and i think technology offers that obviously um very well but there's just something more intriguing and more impactful when we get together there's that moment of real human interaction. And I don't think there's a, a substitute for that. Just being in that room and able to talk to people and to feed their feed off of their reactions and really get personal. You know, there's 
there's a certain level that you kind of stay at when you're when you're conversing with people that you don't really know that you're not comfortable with and i don't think that that comfort level can really be met until you're in person you're able to have those conversations and so it was it was like meeting old friends because there is a connection there there is a a moment that you guys have and you're sharing throughout the time that you have together and then you get together and it's like almost like a reunited, like you haven't been around each other and then you get to catch up and you get to, you know, see how these people tick and, and really dive deep into their problems, their, um, you know, the hurdles, all these things that are coming up in their life, whether it be personally or, um, business or whatever that might look like for them. You're able to sit and and really absorb that. And I think what makes it most personal and what makes it more intentional is that you're sitting there, the person sees that you're listening. Now, when you're doing video, you know, you assume that people are listening. You hope that people are listening. Like, you know, with this, you know, I, I'm assuming that people are listening and really soaking it in. But when you're with that face-to-face interaction... You can see the person is intrigued. You can see the person really cares about what you want. And that was that was huge for me. Being able to really connect with my mentors and really connect with the people in the group was just so invaluable because I felt like I was being listened to. I felt like I was being um, prioritized and that my success really mattered to these people and my uh, pushing forward really mattered to these people. And that I don't think there could be a substitute for. Another thing that I really enjoyed about it is that you're going through this situation with people. And like I said before, you really get to dive deep into what the issues are. And as you hear other people talk and you're going, uh, they're going through what they've had trouble with or what they're currently going through or how they turned it around to make it successful you start reflecting and you start you're able to put that uh, put yourself under the microscope a little bit and see hey this person is having trouble with uh, this is that going to be a foreseeable problem maybe i should start paying attention to these things maybe i should kind of uh, plan for that a little bit and to have that uh, was was great too because for me i'm always trying to figure out ways to avoid issues now, I know I can't avoid all of them. You're never going to be able to plan for everything. But to be more prepared than not, like that's the whole idea of mentorship, right? Is to cut out that learning curve, to find out what problems your mentor or mentors had and be able to watch out for that and plan for that. And so that's basically what this was. This was just this huge mentorship and, and guidance of, of different ideas and different perspectives and different experiences. So overall, I think the, the, those couple of days were just so powerful and I know that it's going to push me past what I need to be past because now it's like, you know, it's been a couple of days and I'm able to talk to these people and I'm really understanding and I really can put in solid input and receive solid information because I know these people now. I've met with these people. I felt their, their fears and I felt their upsets and I've, I've felt their triumphs. So it, it, when I when we discuss things, it's like they can they know 
that I know what's going on and they can take what I say and push forward just like the same with me. Overall, like I said, I think it was just a great experience and um, I look forward to what it provides in the near future and in the distant future. Keeping that great company is huge. I think that I could sense myself the way I was just being in that company. Because these people, these aren't these people that are just trying to drift along like fucking turds. These are people that are elevating themselves, pushing themselves past comfort and normalcy and pushing to be great. And when you're around people like that, it's like you have to up your game. You need to stay. And not in like a uh, negative competitive way, but it's like they want it. It makes you want to be on that level and want to push for that, you know, and all of my mentors are at a level where I definitely want to be. You know, the issues or the things that they have going on, like those are the things, those are the problems I want. And uh, to even push past further than that. So I'm really looking forward to these things that I'm doing now. And I just got so much going on. It's crazy how much, how much has been coming down the pipes lately. It just seems like all these things are stacking in my favor finally to where I'm able to start pushing myself and branching out into my my successes. With that trip, you know, I was super excited to go home. I missed the kids, I missed Sarah, and I was ready to come home and I was heading back to, I was heading to the airport. When I got to the airport to get back, there was this older gentleman there and he was sitting there talking with me and there was a pub right across from our gate and he was like, Hey, like, is, if you're interested, like I'll, I'll buy you a drink. And I'm like, ah, okay, uh, I'm okay. I'll come later. You know, long story short, I end up coming over there. He buys, you know, we have a drink together and he's talking about the last couple of years, how he's been, he hasn't been home because he's been helping friends out. There was, he had friends in Arizona that he was helping out with their business. He was just leaving Ohio after being with his friend for around 14 months, he said. And we're sitting there, we're talking, kind of bullshitting about just, you know, everyday stuff, life, and pretty much our life stories, I guess you'd say. He was like, yeah, about a month ago, I found out that I have bladder cancer. I remember just sitting there in kind of like shock because I was just thinking, wow, this, like this poor man, he spent the last couple of years of his life which I'm sure were fulfilling and great for him, but it was just, he apparently went to the the doctor about a month prior. He couldn't get rid of this cough, so he went to the doctor to find out what's going on. Just think about being in that position for thinking that, oh, I just have a cough, I need to see, see what's going on, it's kind of getting annoying. Going to the doctor, getting checked out, and then finding out, you actually have cancer. It was it was really it hit me really hard because this whole weekend we were talk we were talking about negative self talk and things that stop us and our fears and why a lot of people aren't where they want to be. It was just like what are the odds that I I sit down and I have a drink with this one man who has lived this life and has come to this abrupt issue. It just got me thinking, like, how often 
do you let fear attack your dreams or attack your progress of moving forward? I think it's so powerful the self-help or not self-help, the negative self-talk. I think it holds so much power in what you do and how we act and you know, our everyday lives. And the reason I I know this is because I experience this. I experience this all the time. I'm I don't get something done in time and so I beat myself up. Instead of just turning around and doing it, I'll beat myself up for a couple of days and then I'll start doing things. If I don't act on certain things right away, I'll tuck myself out of it and say, oh, well, it's not important anyway. Or, oh, and you know, I make these excuses. And why do we do that? I think one of the biggest things to help is to really understand where it comes from. To me, I don't understand where it comes from yet. I'm still exploring that because I still have the issue. I think it's important to understand because without, to be able to let go, you have to truly understand where something comes from. You have to truly get an understanding of who you are and why you do the things you do in order to change, in order to get better, in order to progress. Another tip that I'm learning is really being able to not only understand where it's coming from, um, understand why you do it, be able to flip it on itself. Now, there's tons of people that it, it really goes 50-50, I think. There's the um, people that think affirmations work, and there's other people that think they're bullshit. Me, I think they really do work because it's almost like if you listen to people that are all about energies and life and this and that and the other, it's all about the energy that you put out into the world. If you put that energy out into the world that, hey, I'm going to make something happen and you keep telling yourself, I'm going to make this shit happen, it's going to happen. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's going to be, you're going to see it come to life. I think that if you have your negative self-talk and you kind of catch yourself saying some shit, talking bad you know, about yourself. Just stopping that, flipping it, and turning it positive, and pushing forward to the positive. Another thing that does help, um, I've mentioned it before, journaling. Kind of seeing, if you're able to journal and you, and you have, like, let's say you've been journaling for two weeks, you're able to look back on those two weeks and kind of see where your mindset was, and see what happened in that day, because it's, it's basically a map, it's a blueprint of what's going on. Because you talk about like you talk about your day, right? You talk about what happened. You talk about your perceptions of the day. Was it good? Was it bad? Why was it good? Why was it bad? So you you have the data right in front of you. You're seeing where your trigger points are. You're seeing what's happening that's making you talk negative to, negatively to yourself, and then you're able to identify those triggers later on and be self aware and be conscious of those those triggers. And you could be like, oh, I, know I, could, I sense this happening again. And you can start with the positive talk. And you start saying, you know what? I am worth it. I am valuable. I do deserve these things. And that's probably the hardest thing for a lot of people is to really accept that fact and be okay with that fact. And then actually pursue that truth. That Pursue that truth within you. I think that it's a time where 
you really need to assess what's going on. And it was just, it was more of a story that I wanted to share with you. And this idea of, of conquering the negative self-talk and be able to pursue your dreams. So this week, what I'd like for you guys to do is take the time to really pay attention to what you think about. Take the time to understand, are you, are you encouraging yourself? Are you encouraging your uh, success? Are you encouraging your growth? Or are you diminishing it with negative self-talk? If you are, flip it. Flip it on its head. I'll talk to you guys next week. (laughs) 